Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Coulter Nuwana's coming to you through the ESPN MT studio uh, here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. You missed anything in the first hour of today's show. Fun first hour. Got up with our guy, Sean Rainey, SWX Montana Television. Also uh, heard from Dane Oliver, head coach of the Missoula Sentinel Spartans. The Spartans take on Missoula Big Sky tonight. Heard from Matt Johnson on Tuesday. His team coming off of a big crosstown win over Hellgate. By the way, Hellgate last night lost uh, to Helena Capital. They were down 22-13 at halftime to the number one team in the state. But then Capital came roaring back, and uh, they win going away. A 52-13 win for Capital. Hellgate just doesn't have enough guys. They they just don't have enough depth. Um, congratulations, though, to uh, our great friend, Chris Redpath, who is uh, one of our contributing analysts, our women's basketball expert here at ESPN Radio. Krista, a former Lady Grizz player. Uh, her older boy, Evan, is playing up on the varsity, and uh, he had his first career catch last night. So, you know, don't like to give any inside preferential treatment, but, I mean... Good job. And uh, she was telling me she was so excited. So, you know, news on Krista, news on the fam. Anyways, all of that uh, first hour of today's show can be found on the Nuwana's Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store, the Advocates, and the MSU Bookstore. We haven't done a history lesson in a while, and I was just looking at this book while we were on the break. We've reached, I I love this because this is for my 100 greatest sports heroes, for those that are new here. A lifetime of stories of the immortal sports icon selected by America's sports writers. The caveat is this was printed in 1956. So some you kind of heard of, some you never heard of, and some, if you haven't heard of them, I don't know what rock you're living under. We're probably to the most, we're on page 104. We've been going through this all year long. It's been like a 10-month navigation of this book. And they're in alphabetical order. So we're into the R's. We're on page 104. And this is probably the most famous person we've talked about in this book. One of, at least. Jesse Owens is d- dang famous for sure. Jim Thorpe. But uh, this is probably one of. Uh, it's certainly the most iconic. Jackie Robinson. And uh, I know that basically everybody listening to this show certainly knows who Jackie Robinson is. But I just want to read a little excerpt out of it. Every spring, there are literally dozens of new young players who come into the major leagues and all are watched closely to see whether there is another among them like Musial or DiMaggio, Ruth or Wagner. The year of 1947 was no exception. The usual crop of brilliant youngsters were up for the first time, but all eyes were on one ball player and one alone that year. He was a 28-year-old playing first base for the Brooklyn Dodgers. They watched him because he was blazing a new trail in baseball. He was Jackie Robinson. Through the years since that first appearance on the national baseball scene, the spotlight never wavered. The eyes of baseball fans still sought out the familiar figure of Jackie Robinson on the playing field. 
but it was no longer because as a black he was breaking new ground in baseball. It was rather because fans always watch an authentic star as he goes about his business. For that is what Jackie Robinson became. He started as an experiment in social living. He ended as a truly great Hall of Fame baseball player, one entitled to stand shoulder to shoulder with the immortals of the game. What a great lead. That's so sweet. What a sweet uh, way of saying it. For those that don't know Jackie Robinson's uh, background, he's born uh, in Cairo, Georgia in 1917. And uh, this goes on to talk about all of his multi-sport exploits. He first started his college career at Pasadena Junior College. He broke the long jump, broad jump record, 25 feet, 6 inches, which is a huge long jump still. I mean, that would be collegiate best. 25-6 would be in the mix to win the Big Sky Conference for sure. And maybe even, maybe would actually probably win it outright. I mean, I think 24 feet, pretty darn good uh, collegiate long jump, you know, at the Big Sky Conference level. He also was a star basketball player, star football player. Uh, after attending Pasadena Junior College, Jackie Robinson then uh, went on to accept an athletic scholarship at UCLA. And uh, at UCLA, he was an outstanding football player. Uh, he won national honors in 1938 as the country's best ground gainer, averaging 12 yards per carry. Uh, he was the country's leading punt returner in both 1938-1939 and in 1940-1941. and His names appeared across all American rosters all over the United States. He also was playing in the Pacific Coast League at that point in basketball, and he was also playing uh, for the UCLA baseball team. So the guy was a three-sport athlete. Uh, this says Jackie was a whiz at any sport, probably the best all-round athlete in America at the time. He played top-flight tennis. He could break 80 on the golf course. He boxed with professional skill, and he was likely the best prospect in America as a shortstop. Unbelievable. This all goes on to say that uh, Jackie Robinson eventually chose baseball, then he broke the color barrier, and the rest is history. He blazed a trail for... Uh, quite many. Uh, the desegregation of sports in America. Pretty uh, epic story. So we'll keep giving you history lessons. We're also going to give you some free pizza. Well, and we'll do it in just about 15 minutes. Friday Pie Day presented by Front Street Pizza. So stay tuned for that. But first, the conversation you've been waiting for all week. All right. So I have been informed that we have so much to talk about today that I'm not allowed to talk. That's not what I said <laughs> at all. Uh, so here we are, Chicken Does No Sports, and uh, I'll see you in half an hour. <laughs> that is not what I said. I said, I have a lot to talk about. You won't give me a lot of time because it's football season. I got and a new plan for this going forward, but we're not going to enact it today. I'll tell you about it after we're done recording. Ooh, super secret. Yeah. Okay, well. You're going to just be all over the Friday show. Great. There's going to be like little eight-minute snippets of the Chicken Does No Sports throughout the whole show. I thought you were going to wait till after the show to tell and me. And then uh, we'll also splice in the local sports because a lot of people are here for you and a lot of people are here to know what's going on with Big Sky, Hellgate, and Sentinel. Right, you know? right. So we'll right. go in and out of it. Awesome. You have high school kids. One, One. yes. Yeah. It's uh, Sentinel, Hell or Sentinel Big Sky tonight. Oh, it is? Do you know this? I did not know this. Mm. So that means you have a good kid. Why? Because usually it's like, uh, you know, this, the Crosstown games are awesome and great thing to be engaged in, but it's also a lot of shenanigans. Oh. 
You know, I oh, know. no, I'm sure there'll be shenanigans tonight. Okay. He just doesn't know the football schedule. Mm. He'll know, I guarantee you. Right now, at he's at game. school. Everybody's like, oh, you're going to go to the game exactly. tonight? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sure he'll be there. What a, do you have any gauge? He's only a freshman. Do you have any he's gauge? A sophomore. Of, sophomore. Mm-hmm. Dang. I, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any gauge on like if he, what he thinks about the other high schools? I'm always so fascinated what kids think because it used to be like now you can just know everything about everybody all the time. So you just look at Instagram and Snapchat and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, even in Missoula, it was like, man, those Sentinel girls, those girls are pretty different. They're pretty cute. <laughs> I think what he knows is that Sentinel or thinks is that Sentinel's the school, the athlete, like the school for the athletes. Which is crazy because when I was in high school, Sentinel was just the school for all the pretty people. Oh, really? All the athletes went to Big Sky. Oh, well. I don't think he really cares about the other school. He doesn't, hmm. he's not, yeah. Interesting. I mean, we have family friends that go to Sentinel, so he knows, like, their kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, no, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Well, okay. I, we used to always love Crosstown because we could go beats. And this is me just being a high school Harry now, but I just, I just, it's just funny. We could go just whoop Sentinel by 10 touchdowns and then go steal their girls, too. And, it, and if they tried to. <laughs> And if they tried to fight us, then we beat them up, too. So we wow. just win, win, win. Someone's living in his glory days. <laughs> no, that she was thinking about that last night, though. It really is interesting how, like, things evolve. And now Sentinel is this dominant power in mm-hmm. football, and they're really good in basketball and stuff. And I think sometimes, broadly, we want to think that that kind of stuff is a coincidence. But having dealt with all the people at all these schools, it's not a coincidence. And, like, Sentinel deserves a ton of credit because they have such a positive attitude over there when it comes to sports. They have good leadership. It's just a great example of how that kind of stuff helps. And it helps young people, too. It does. But my only issue is that a lot of students don't go to the school in their district. And then you're loading up one school with really great teams instead of spreading it out. No, for sure. And I feel like... This is the conundrum of all time because Missoula's always had the best athletes. And but then this, there was it was always three high schools, right. so there was always spread out. And yeah. Hellgate would always win in basketball and stuff, but football was always a struggle because Big Sky was good, but never could get like to the top. Yeah. And now that there is a little bit more, and, and then I understand if you want to go and if you want to play college sports, yeah. you want to be on the number one football team in the state. Sure. You know, so I I understand it. I just it's. It's hard for me. I didn't grow up. Where I grew up, you went to the high school in your district. Oh, or sure. you had to pay for sure. a boatload of money to go to that high school. Interesting. Yeah. Mm, fees. Check out those sports. Uh, ESPN Radio. Uh, presented in part by the Hype House and Hot House Yoga. Carolyn and I split ways yesterday. Yes. And when we came back to work, uh, she said, you missed the hardest yoga class ever. And I said, well, you missed the hardest lifting class ever. So uh, both getting our butts kicked. But thanks to Hype House and Hot House for their... Uh, Continued sponsorship of our health. That's right. That's right. I'm feeling, <laughs> you know, I have to admit, I am getting a little more flexible. Like Let's my go. old lady body You're not generally old. can't, I don't know. There's a lot of things I just noticed. I'm doing so much better in yoga and I'm really, I really love it. You I can't even believe it. I'm reading this new book called Homo Deus. It's all about the evolution of humans. And the main theory is by 2015, or 2050, excuse me, we will have uh, the ability to uh, basically at least pursue never-ending life. So just make it to 2050 and you'll be fine. Well, Tom Brady's already doing that. Uh, that's right. He's he's on the forefront. Okay, Duan is now uh, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT Hub. I've already talked way too much. What's this going on? This is what on? I was saying. What's going on? All right, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Never heard of him. Tom Brady. Who's that? Okay. 
Tom Brady and Giselle have both allegedly hired divorce attorneys. That is everywhere. Everybody knows that. That is not a secret. Uh-huh. I still, first of all, here's my feeling on this. When you hire a divorce attorney, that's generally like you don't announce it. You hire a divorce well, attorney. I don't think these guys announced it. I think people are just prying in their lives. I get that, but it's there's also you there's client attorney privilege, right? Sure. So someone had to leak to the press that Giselle hired a, a divorce attorney. Probably her publicist. Exactly. She wanted Tom to know that, so he poops his pants a little bit. And she also wants to win in the court of public opinion. Sure. That's what, that's these, why that's she's, what these things are now, is you got to win in court and the court of public opinion. Well, that's opinion. why I think she was strategic in waiting to file or do all this stuff. Yeah. Because what she wants to do is make it Tom at fault for continuing to play football. Right. I don't think that's why they're getting divorced, though. Okay. I think they're getting divorced because Tom is a total D-bag. Hasn't he been that way? Yes. He's gotten better, so I don't know how that could be the motivating factor. I think he used to be way worse. I think they're both He used to have multiple girlfriends and like, I mean. Uh, who says he doesn't now? I've well, heard true. stories. I've, I've heard, heard rumors. stories. I have heard rumors. South Beach. All I'm saying is I think it was strategic to file or to create this media storm now mm-hmm. as opposed to two or three years ago or even in the spring when he retired or whatever it was because she wants to, he's going to look really bad. Hmm. The funniest meme I've seen this week was a meme that said, Giselle is divorcing Tom Brady for having a job. Stay toxic, kings. <laughs> I will post all the memes on at chick who doesn't know sports today. Because they are so good. So good. Uh, okay, so my whole thing with this is I understand the notion that she wants Tom Brady to spend more time with his family. And if you're in the NFL, you don't spend a lot of time with your family. I also think this is just yet another example. I think one of the biggest reasons there's such a high divorce rate in America is because people don't let them they, – they, they – Make a commitment to someone knowing what they are, and then they expect that, that to change. Right. I don't know what you thought Tom Brady was going to do besides try to play forever. And also have some perspective. Even if he does play for three or four or five more years, it's still a finite pursuit. That's why I don't think So why think does it's, she want to ruin I forever? I don't think it's about football. I think... She just doesn't like him anymore? Yeah. I, I, can well, can you imagine is, how boring they would be? Like, I was trying ever, to, You've been married for 20 years. Don't you get bored? We crack each other up. Well, right. But I don't that's think you those two... Fresh. I don't think those two are, like, funny and, like, well, make right. each other laugh. But did they ever? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. I'm trying to figure out what maybe was the basis of their relationship business arrangement beauty like they're both beautiful so i'm mm. sure that was fun for a while but then she's you like overrated. get to know each other and you're like okay this guy just wants to play football and he's like she just wants to look in the mirror and <laughs> i just i don't know what could make us them have a solid foundation avocado toast sweet, sweet. potato chips <laughs> not eating any foods no nightshades I mean, you I know, just... I don't know. I also think that sometimes in humanity and in relationships, maybe you like something and then evolve away from liking it. Like maybe she loved how dedicated Tom Brady was to the game of football for years and mm-hmm. then was like after 20 years was like, well, this is boring. Do something else. Right. But I don't think 
I, do, I don't think it's the unretiring, retiring thing. Is, mm. That is my point. I think this has been brewing. I think this was a great time for her to file for divorce. I wonder if, because I think a lot of people think that he retired for Giselle, and then because he came out of retirement, that's why this is happening. Right. I wonder if it was already happening. He but retired to try to save it, realized he couldn't save it, and then said, screw it. It's going to happen anyways. Let me play football. Exactly. And then strategically, this is a good time because now she can look like this woman who whose husband cared more about football than her. Man. Chicken does those sports, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Um, I also, the one part of, of celebrity uh, things like this that I do have sympathy for is when people are so unbelievably talented, they give themselves to the world. Mm-hmm. It's why we're so sad when people like Michael Jackson and Kobe Bryant die, even when they had like so many skeletons in their closet and there's so many so much controversy about them and all, everything. We still mourn as a public and as a society because we appreciate. I had it on silent. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jen. Uh, we appreciate uh, their talent so much, but we also take the talent as it belonging to us. Right. Instead of them. And so then it's like, I. that's one thing where I think maybe Giselle, if she in fact is just over Tom in general, I just, I don't know if she understands that if you marry somebody like that, you don't get them to your whole self. He belongs sure to the, she, he no, belongs I think to the world gets, for better or worse. I think she gets that. I mean, when you're a celebrity, especially her, she's, you know, she's been famous longer than he has, I that's think. That's true. And she's, and she's more money. More, she's more worldwide famous for yeah. sure. So I think she gets that. I don't think that's what this is about. I, think I also think, though, that people like her have a hard time because Tom Brady's success is partially a gift, but also partially him making it happen. Right. Because he trained to do that. The th- part that's so hard with people that are famous strictly because of how beautiful they are is that that's a gift. They Total, were, I get that. They were born uh, 100%. that way. <laughs> <laughs> Why born, are you laughing? <laughs> they were born that way, right? And right. so then I just think it's that a it's, blessing and a curse. It's always going to be a, a stark demise for someone like her because she can't understand. Like I, she certainly made sacrifices to be on the platform that she was in, but she was anointed as this because of something that had nothing to do with her. Right. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, um, the the sad part for me is just the kids that are probably reading all this stuff, and that must that would be awful. But they How don't live in they? Montana. Um, yeah, right. They're sitting at the Yellowstone Club, like doing whatever they want. I'm just saying they're not listening to us, <laughs> so we can talk about it. Well, they actually do live in Montana, though. They do. Tom Brady's family lives at the Yellowstone Club a lot. Oh, did not know that. Mm. Um, they, let's see, I think their kids are like, you know, 13 and 10, and then he has a child from another marriage or girlfriend or whatever. Well, the girlfriend he left while pregnant for Giselle. Uh, Bridget Moynihan. Yeah. See, I do follow the gossip of as do with Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. Anyway, we'll I've see. I've reached the point. It's so crazy. This happens to me with so many different athletes. I've reached the point where I hated Tom Brady so much, and now I don't anymore. I know. You've told me this. I, I, it's so weird. Um, I don't, I, I'm indifferent. My hate has leveled. I'm just impressed at this point because I only look at him through the lens. I, like none of this stuff about people's personal lives surprises me. Being super famous is bad for you. It's totally. bad for your personal life. Oh, 100%. Life. Yes. Like it's so, but, he, it would but suck. they've both been super famous for so long. So this totally. isn't new. Here's the other thing. 
real quick, and then we need to move on. Okay. Because I have so much to discuss. Have you heard, seen the Draymond Green video, by the way? No. Okay, we'll get to that in a little while. Here's... When she married him and yes. had kids with him, yep. she thought he was going to be a football player till maybe 40. Sure. Like... I don't even know what the average age of retirement of a football player would be. Oh, the average, Prior, the average NFL career lasts two and a half years. The average okay. retirement age of a football player is 23. So she thought, oh, he'll be done soon. Yeah. And then he kept pushing, kept pushing. Yeah. So I think there was some of that. Mm-hmm. And then, and that was okay. Mm-hmm. I just think it all, you know, bubbled. Yeah, maybe. I also think there's a real chance that, I mean, if you're dedicated to yourself, as much as Tom Brady is, that's going to fundamentally change your psychology as a person for better yeah. or worse. So I bet you he's a lot different than the per- the man that she married. Well, he looks a lot different. For sure. But like when you are really that into it, like yeah. the science of it and the yeah. nutrition of it and all of it, it does fundamentally change your mind. He's too. probably really boring too. She needs some fun. Oh man. Well, and she's, she, aged, she's she, aged out of she Leonardo could go DiCaprio. clubbing with what's her name? Larsa Pippen. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. So are we going to have a ton of suitors for Giselle or no suitors? I think my... I feel pr- like no one... Who's going to be able to step up and get a swing at the plate with her? Probably someone who doesn't play football. Well, true. And someone who's retired. Mm. I think... Um, I think... She's not that old, though. No, I don't mean like a 70-year-old. I just mean someone who's not like... Doing what Tom Brady's doing. Fair. She's going to, I know what she's going to do. She's mm. going to get with like a finance guy, mm. a hot finance guy. No way. Millionaire. Millionaire? Billionaire? I mean, she needs like top of the line. Why? Maybe not. Maybe she just needs an average Joe. Yeah. Maybe she just needs like a normal guy. Well, I hope she starts dating a Valvoline mechanic or something. That would be amazing. <laughs> Uh, Jiggy doesn't know sports, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. Thanks to uh, the Hype House and uh, Hot House Yoga for their uh, presentation of that uh, Tom Brady and Giselle conversation. This is going to be a common theme forever, I believe. Have no fear. More of that coming in just a minute. But how about some of this? Free pizza. Nuana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Friday, so that means it's Friday Pie Day, presented by Front Street Pizza. You call us right now. Andrew calls them. They get a pizza pie in the oven for you. You go pick it up. You have a great Friday night. Call right now. Call number 3-406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call us right now. Friday Pie Day, presented by Front Street Pizza in Missoula. More with Carol and Chicken Does No Sports next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. ESPN Radio. Had to hear me some more Christopher Wallace here on your Friday. What's up, everybody? Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. The Watson Children's Shelter's Tennis Pro-Am fundraiser returns 
October 20th through the 23rd. That's four days. They have a live auction on Thursday, uh, the 20th, 6 to 9 p.m. at the Barn on Mullen. They also are going to have uh, all sorts of lessons and a t- tennis tournament that includes professionals that you can bid on. That's what part of the auction is. Then you also have some Calcutta for some betting. It's a super fun event to purchase tickets and learn many ways you can participate in this year's Watson Children's Shelter Tennis Pro-Am. Visit watsonchildrenshelter.org, watsonchildrenshelter.org. No time to waste. More with the funniest lady in town. Uh, what else you got? All right, so I don't know if you watched the Rams game on Monday night, but a protester ran out onto the field. I, I did watch the Rams game on Monday night. And- I uh, am so frustrated with the Rams. I should have been smarter because I know that the Niners are awesome, and I also know that Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay, and I should have bet on the Niners, and I didn't, and I'm salty because I bet on the Rams, and I lost money. I'm sorry to hear that. Yep. Anyway. The guy was running around with his blue smoke coming out Well, first out of I thought it was a gender reveal That's gone wrong. Twitter thought. And then he was protesting something. I don't know what, but he got tackled by Bobby Wagner. Yeah, Bobby Wagner, former Seattle Seahawks, now Los Angeles Ram. Took him out. Inside linebackers in the league. Guess what this guy did? He's pressing charges against Bobby Wagner. He filed a police report calling it a blatant assault. What kind of, I can't even say the word I want to say, I want to call this guy. (laughs) Wuss. Yeah. I mean, you ran onto a football field. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah. So I think... Bobby Wagner has a lot of backing from people, and I think it will get thrown out. But, you know, if you're going to go run onto a football field, baseball field, soccer field, expect to get taken out. Yeah. So. I agree. Yeah. I thought it was great when Bobby Wagner Oh, my God. It was awesome. If you haven't seen it, go find the video. It's great. There was a streaker last year in Bozeman uh, at a Bobcat game. Girl or guy? Uh, Guy. Okay. There's actually two. It's just like the old rule, like we used to say in college, you don't got to be faster than the cop. You just got to be faster than your friend. Right. <laughs> and there was two, and the guy who was way faster, he went all the way down the field, naked, over the fence, gone. The other guy, he was a little uh, more portly, and uh, he was slow. And then one of the Bobcat football players just swift kicked him right at his feet, and he just ass over tea kettle and boom. And he was naked? He was in his skivs. Okay. Has, has drawers on, but that I think it. if you were to streak or do something like that, you should probably train for a bit. Get some, re- <laughs> you know, like work on that cardio. That <laughs> don't, don't go with the dad bod? Not because of the body, but just so you can right. run faster. Totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That guy got what he deserved. I hope Bobby Wagner. I mean. I loved watching it. At the it. very least, I mean, let's say Bobby Wagner gets charged. He's going to get it, what, a misdemeanor, and it's a $500. I mean, Bobby Wagner's worth $30 million. It's just fine. the point, though. It's so just I the totally point. agree. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not to take shots at anybody or any place, but, like, it was in San Francisco, so Bobby Wagner's probably going to have to pay a ticket. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyways. Uh, Chicken Doesn't Know Sports presented by, in part, Buff City Soap. They got some Buff City Soaps shower oil at, yep. the, at the Hype House. This is a good pr- cross-promotion. Oh, good, but good. shower at the Hype House because if you, if you can shower, you, you're more likely to go, right? Go right. in your work clothes, change out, change yeah. back in, go back to work, all good. The shower oil is nice. The shower oil is amazing, plant-based, all, you know, hand handmade. They have the most amazing men's sex. Selection there. I was going to say section, but selection. Mm. They've got the beard oils. They've got the shower oils. They've got the bald head oils. Yeah. 
They've got the soaps that make you smell delicious. Delicious. I mean, if you want to hit the bars this weekend <laughs> and you want to impress the ladies or the gents. Can you even, like, get girls at bars anymore? I feel like now the way the world's devolved, people go out to see the people that they plan on seeing. And if you go talk to somebody else that's like a stranger, it's like, stranger danger, get away from me. I didn't see you on Tinder. I don't have your Snapchat. Go away. Well, after watching the movie Dahmer on Netflix. Oh, God. I would certainly not want to meet anyone. Somebody asked me if I was going to watch that. I was like, point blank, no. I don't want to feel terrible about the state of humanity. Well, it's an interesting... It's wild. But anyway, I, I don't know what the single scene is. I'm, I've been married for a very long time. Um, lucky So you. I know. I'm very lucky. And uh, I don't plan on being out there either. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Calgary 10. Well, yeah, in Calgary, they talk to people. I am a Calgary 10. That's true. So maybe go to Calgary. I don't know. Okay. I think we should bring back meeting in bars. Mm. I think it's kind of crazy that single people go to bars and sit on their phones. For sure. Like, And then when people of the opposite sex talk to them or same sex or whatever, talk to them. Yeah. They're like, stop talking to me. Is that Has that happened to you? Oh, yeah. What? Oh, for sure. Stop it. Oh, for sure. That's gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least get a free drink out of it, Well, because I'm not going out trolling on anybody, but I try, you know me, I try yeah, to talk to everybody that I see, because sure. if I'm in the same physical space as you, I'm huge. I'm just like, hi, I'm just over here. Yeah. How you doing? What's going on? And Stop you know looking at me, swan. You know what's crazy to me, too, is like, why do you assume I'm hitting on you? Maybe right. I just wanted to chat. Totally. Well, you, I might have been married for 25 yeah, years. Yeah, you, you don't can't know. hold a conversation. <laughs> I mean, wow. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. Well, Whoever, just, if that gal anyway. is out there, shame on you. That's just all sorts. Plus, of, I was probably before you were famous. That's Well, true. Not a big hit amongst You know what that. you should have said to her? What's that? Ho, you fat. <laughs> Do you like this segue? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's the name of a basketball team or something. It's this French basketball player. That's his name? Steve Ho-Yu-Fat. He's French. His dad is... No, I'm sorry. His grandfather is Chinese. Okay. And his his grandmother is black. And so uh, he goes, obviously, by the family name, Ho-Yu-Fat. So apparently, what's the G unit league? The uh, the G League, yes. Oh. What's the G League? It is the minor leagues of um, the NBA. Okay, so he's playing on that right now, trying okay. to get drafted. And so his last name on his jersey says, Ho, you fat. Yep. So Andrew texted me some tweet the other night about it. And I guess the announcer couldn't, like, he was like, Ho, you fat. And he was trying to. Anyway, it was very funny. Hilarious. Um, I thought it was like an XFL thing. Like, he hate me. Ho, you fat. God. It's not like that. No. But it's, uh, it's an unfortunate name, I guess. I don't know. Is I think it, it's a great name. Are you kidding? I mean, it's just funny that he's a basketball player. I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> I hope he gets drafted. I hope so, too. Yeah, I want to hear Ho, you fat every night on yeah, the it, television. Give him the Knicks. Give him something. Give, give New York something. That'd be funny. Yeah. Okay, what else you got? All right, so it came out yesterday that, or this week, that Rocky, the mascot from the Denver Nuggets, makes, guess how much money per year? Uh, well, Rocky, of the mascot for the Denver Nuggets. Oh, okay, not the Rockets, the Denver Nuggets. Okay, well, anyways, the mascot for the Houston Rockets is a University of Montana alum. Okay. And a Big Sky alum. Cool. He's a Big Sky alum. Anyways, uh, how much? 625000 a year. I totally believe that. They make $750 an hour. Yep. 
if you want him to come to your birthday party, $400 for 30 minutes. Totally believe all of it. Um, the next... Where'd you find this? The Google. Hmm. Um, the next... Got the next mascot is Benny the Bull at 400k. The former Benny the Bull was also a University I know. of Montana. And alum. I actually went to a game where Benny came to nice. the game and yeah. I'm really my dream is to be a mascot. Really? Oh my gosh, that would be so fun. What about so the smell fun. of the suit? I don't care. I I have two teenage boys. You think I haven't smelled at all? Well, but then it's not like encompassing you and raining down on you for four hours. I would love to be a mascot. I think it would be so much fun. Well, I guess keep doing yoga, start doing gymnastics, and you're all the way there. I can do a cartwheel and a round off. I mean... With a suit on? I don't know. I've not tried. Those suits are huge and heavy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it would be pretty exhausting. Um, I have very good cardio strength. Okay? <laughs> so... Next time you're at a game, it might be me. Under, I, I might be can't Monty. Cannot wait. Okay, last story, because I know we're on a time crunch. Yep. Guess how much uh, is being offered to Aaron Judge, or for the Aaron Judge ball? $2 million. $2 million. Yep. And the guy says he's not sure he's going to take it. Well, because he might be able to get more in an auction. Or he might not. He might just keep it. Well, here's my thought. What if... What if Aaron Judge hits 63, 64, 65? He won't. The playoff starts, so the regular season's over. 62 is oh. the number. That's the that's ball. That's it. So that's, that's the ball. So he could get more money. He could. Okay. That's why he should save it. It's a, you know, in this economy, I would sell it. Mm. That's just me. The American economy is undefeated. What? It's true. The, the economy has crashed so many times that it'll always come back. I know it's it'll undefeated. come back. So it, the only time it won't come back is when America's finished, and then we're screwed anyway. So. Oh, my God. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I said don't get deep on the podcast. Uh, what else you got? All right. I guess since we did, this story didn't go too far, I will finish with. Uh, well, Aaron Judge's $2 million baseball, is it's going to be interesting. I think the guy should hold on to it because it's a one of a kind, so it will be do nothing but increase in value. Okay. Check those on sports, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. What else you got? Did you watch the um, Broncos game last night? Uh, yes, I did. Did you see KJ Hamler having a meltdown? I did indeed. So he is pretty PO'd at Russell Wilson. Everybody is. It's the number one thing on Sports Talk Radio this morning. Look at us. I can't wait for this to keep burning. Now, is You he... know how much you don't like Tom Brady? Yeah. I don't like Russell Wilson 10 times that okay. much. Okay, how come? Russell Wilson is my least favorite professional athlete that's ever lived. Is it because he's a pretty boy? It's because he's such a disingenuous, preachy, self-righteous, glorified... I mean, he turned himself into his own self-created brand and then force-fed that like vomit to the public for 15 years. He had such an elevated platform because Seattle is on such a outpost compared to the rest of the pro sports world. We think of Seattle as like the closest big city, but Seattle is forever in a world away from every other big metropolitan right. area. And so because of that, he had this whole region of fans because there's no pro teams in the Northwest. So all the people like the Seahawks. Yeah. And then he got to be like this disingenuous star to all of them. And all he ever did was complain about, you know, since they won the Super Bowl early on in his career, and then they... Then all he did was complain about his receivers and his offensive line and his offensive coordinator and it's always everybody else's fault, but I'm Mr. Perfect. And, like, that's what his company's called is Mr. Perfect. And he, like, 
sits there, I work 364 and a half days a year. I only take six hours a year off, blah, blah, blah. And then he bought himself a wife with Sierra and yada, yada, yada. Russell Wilson sucks. He, I just think that he's the worst. And wow. I, I think it's so funny that he got out of Seattle and he went to Denver with this fancy new offensive coach and Nathaniel Hackett, and they came to score a touchdown. And it's not Russell. It's not the offensive coordinator's fault. It's not Pete Carroll's fault. It's not the offensive line's fault. Russell Wilson is trash. I hope that he <laughs> – I just hope that he just goes down. I hope – I hope – I know our good friend Riley Corcoran is a Broncos fan, and if he's listening, I'm sorry, Riley. But uh, And I've always thought the, the Donkeys were just fine. The Broncos are just fine. A lot of Broncos fans listen to this. I hope it's a match made in hell. I hope Russell Wilson has the worst season ever. I hope that it just, <laughs> just goes all the way down in flames. I am an, I am literally aghast at the moment. I have no idea. This, yeah, I go. have no idea. Um, I just don't like his haircut. Well, that's fine, too. Yeah. but um, You know, he also had a, a nice girlfriend that was like his high school and college sweetheart that was on, with him on draft day and he played that whole narrative up for a couple years and then straight dogged her and left her for a famous lady in Sierra. Russell Wilson's a piece. He's Wasn't a he a virgin when he got married too? He probably made that up. Yeah, he I feel like there was did. a whole... I shouldn't comment on that because that could or could not be true. But all I know is Russell Wilson had a chance to be a great underdog story and then as soon as he knew that, he just self-glorified himself and exploited himself to the point of just nauseating overexposure. Now, if he has a horrible season... Does yeah. he have a contract, like a three-year contract? Oh, yeah. or has, okay, so even if he has a bad season, he will play or... Well, all that kind of stuff doesn't matter because all you know, Russell Wilson's contract, even if it's guaranteed, the Broncos just sold for $4.1 billion. So they can just buy him out. I okay. mean, they'll just buy you out and pay you to not show up to work. Like the New York God, Knicks I need did. that. Becky, are you listening? <laughs> That's what the New York <laughs> Knicks did with... With Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Like right now, Jimbo Fisher is maybe going to get fired as the head coach of Texas A&M. If he does, guess what his buyout is? $5 million. $85 million. Stop that. To just walk away. I'd be trying to lose. If you knew, if I knew I was going to get fired for 85 mil. Is he just quiet quitting? No? I mean, I don't think so. He's just. Uh, Can we just talk about that for a minute? Sure. Uh, I'm what is sorry. quiet quitting? I've heard No, this. not quiet quitting. The, oh. the $85 million buyout. For a college coach. For a college coach. Yeah. Who is paying for that? The kit, the tuition. No, no. Who's paying for that? Rich oil men. Okay. If they then wanted to fire Jimbo Fisher, they'd have a meeting with about 10 guys and they'd say, do we want to fire Jimbo? Sure. I got 10 on it. You got 10 on it? Great. Here, here's a check. Boom. Here you go. See How you does that work with your taxes? How is that? Like, what do you, is that a donation? Oh yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. So the kids, I mean, Texas A&M is already expensive. For sure. So I just don't want people having to overpay no, no. to fire No, no. All this stuff is in the private sector. Okay. Yeah. Well. I wish I would get fired and paid out. Okay, so Russell Wilson, KJ Hamlin threw a fit. We, we got all derailed. What's up? You just you. you oh Russell. yeah, sorry. But by the way, Becky, don't. I don't want to get fired. I was kidding. <laughs> um, he threw a fit, and then after the game, he said, "Like I'm still trying to process this. I was wide open. I would have walked it in. What you yeah. know? There were. I think there was another person open. Yeah, except the whole point is they should run the ball. Listen, I don't know anything. I am just telling you what I read. On the Google today. Do you and who Richard I watched. Sherman is? No, of course not. Richard Sherman was one of the great defensive players on the Seattle Seahawks. Richard Sherman uh, is pretty vocal about how much he hates Russell Wilson. Richard as, Sh- as vocal as you? Richard Sherman also is on the post game show of Thursday Night Football now. And uh, the Seattle Seahawks lost the Super Bowl to Tom Brady's New England Patriots when they had the ball down on the goal line and Russell Wilson decided to throw the ball instead of running the ball. 
And some eight or nine years later, the exact same thing happened. Not the same stage, obviously. It's just early season Thursday night football. But Richard Sherman last night was catatonic. He was, like, shaking. You could tell he'd been triggered to the the worst memory of his life. And he was, like, just freaking out, like, shaking. You got to run the ball. But Like, going off on Russell Wilson. It was unbelievable. He didn't run the ball. He made an incomplete pass. That's right. But he could have. I think there were two guys that he could have thrown to. Russell Wilson, in a nutshell, trying to do it all himself so he can have all the glory. Yeah, but he didn't. That's right. So... He, didn't he, run calls, the ball. he calls the play at the line of scrimmage. Okay. He could have called a run or he could have thrown it to a different guy. He just threw it to the wrong guy. Yeah. And won me a bunch of money. And won you a bunch of money? That's right. I thought you said you were going to stop gambling. No, I can't. <laughs> I got sponsored now. Sportsman Montana is giving me money to gamble. So now I can't. Sweet. Yeah. I want money to gamble. I want so many things. I'm sorry. I sound like a real brat. <laughs> well, you know, just start manifesting like Tom Brady and all good things will come I think way. Tom Brady does more than manifest. Uh, well, he has sold his soul to the devil. Well, true. Yeah. Anyway, that's well, all I now, got. ESPN Radio, Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. Thanks to the Hype House, Hot House Yoga, and Buff City Soap for their continued sponsorship of the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. I guess I'll show you the video of Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole out at practice. Oh, yeah. I did want to talk s- about that. see it? Oh, my God. Why did he do that? <laughs> Nobody knows why he did it, but... Uh, lights out, Jordan Poole. Don't think that's going to go well. He was well. just standing there. Yeah. I mean, well, he I must mean, have been talking smack. smack. Yeah, yeah. Talking. Oof, that's not good. Mm-mm. Boys. I mean, Michael Jordan punched Steve Kerr in the face at practice one time. He did? Oh, yeah. Oh, Michael. Michael Jordan used to punch everybody. Really? That was the whole thing. Michael Jordan's the worst person to practice with ever. Why would he punch That's what's people? so funny is like LeBron James, the greatest teammate in team sports history, and Michael Jordan was like the worst, and people compare them still. It's just so funny. Well, I don't think people know that. I think they know what they see. Yeah, but Michael Jordan was like the guy that was on the forefront of this overexposure. I just find it so interesting that like it used to be that we would have these narratives about famous people, and there would be the, the exploitation of... All the dirty goods, all the th- all the behind the scenes stuff, all the all the juice, all the all the dirt, and then there would be the the hero version of them on the commercials. And for so long as a society, we believed the fabricated hero version and not the dirt. Right. And then it went the other way, and we're like, well, even if this person's a great person, no, nope, they got all this baggage. We just hate this person. So true. And I got a book right over here, The Jordan Rules, that was written in 1992, all about the Chicago Bulls' first season and how big of a prima donna Michael Jordan was, how big of a money-hungry, crazy person, how terrible he was to practice with, how he's punching everybody in the face, how he stays out till 4 in the morning gambling, how he's just, like, relentless. He can't have friends. All he wants to do is take your money. And we still decided we wanted to believe the Air Jordan. I want to be yeah, like how my many people drinking read Gatorade. That well, I mean, it was on the New York Times bestseller list for a year and a half. I mean, it was the best-selling book of that year. I don't remember it. That's right. <laughs> uh, just saying, it's. Uh, I just. I just think it's so interesting that we you we used to always believe the Gatorade commercial, and now we only believe the TMZ. You're right. This is the one time in this podcast today that I'm allowing you to get deep on <laughs> philosophy. You're totally right. Uh-huh. It's so easy just because we have access now to these videos. Right. We didn't see Michael Jordan punching people in the face. That's right. But now we do, thanks to TMZ. I guess my whole thing is, and this goes back to everything I've been talking about all week, whether it's uh, Tom Brady or Draymond Green or, uh, you know, Kanye West, like I was talking about on Tuesday. 
I just don't – I think it's so funny when people are who they are and we know who they are and then we hate them for it. Yeah. Like, I don't care that Kanye West is crazy. I just want to listen to his music. We need – like I was telling you on Tuesday, why do we keep going back to the well and killing this guy for being clearly mentally crazy when when that's what makes him a creative genius? So just let the creative genius play out and then stop exploiting him for his personal life. Um, I agree, but there are some things he does that – are hurtful to people and you know um but i did see clips of his interview uh on instagram last night he did an interview on fox news with tucker carlson oh my mom texted me all about it yeah i didn't i saw it on instagram i didn't watch it but um it was interesting i mean he is a a overly intelligent human Mm -hmm. the stuff he was saying made sense. Mm-hmm. He doesn't make sense when he p- blasts it on social media, though. That's right. And that's the problem, is I have much more respect for him when I hear him speaking and having, like, a coherent conversation than when he's rambling on social yeah. media. And I think that, you know, is the other thing, that, you know, the social media stuff and posting things and just saying what... You, everyone doesn't need to know what you're thinking at every minute of the day. When we think back to the great artists of yesteryear, we think back to Michelangelo and Leonardo and all these guys. I thought and, you were going to say Michael and Jackson. We, and we think like, we hear, oh man, that guy was like a creative genius. He was also crazy. Yeah. Dostoevsky, Tolstoy. Yeah. yeah. On down the line, Picasso. But we, when we say, oh, they were so crazy, we say it in like such a romanticized right. fashion when right. they're gone. Why can't we just like accept that this, these people that are creative geniuses are likely going to be unstable? I think we can accept it. I just don't understand why we have to just keep being so hard on these people. <laughs> I just feel bad for Kanye. Leave his personal life alone. Just listen to the music. Well, he needs to get off social media. That's true. We all do. Agreed. <laughs> By the up. way, follow me at Chicka Doesn't Have Sports <laughs> on Instagram. Great new Instagram. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Carolyn. Thank you. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know... If you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, It's all we practice. Uh, You're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7 MontanaAdvocates.com.